on this episode of the Best of Bias podcast, you got me talking some pop culture, man. Pops and pop culture. You already know what it is. Um, we got plenty of topics to talk about this week. We kind of get a little political, talking about political stuff in the most, the least political way I know how, because, you know, I don't really mess with all of that. But I do talk about it. I do talk about Comic-Con 20. 21 um is out it's out in san diego right now um thursday through sunday so i'll be touching a little bit on that and some updates and some announcements that may be made there um what else do i talk about i'll talk some sports lakers running it back this season with the big three they got um rob gronkowski might not return you never know what we're going to talk about on the best of bias podcast but you're here now and it's going to be a great episode enjoy it and listen to this theme song real quick <laughs> It's the best of, best of bias, you need the earful, you should try us, from pop culture to the movies to Unitas, it's the best of, best of bias, your uh, best of bias, it's the best of bias. You are now listening to the Best of Bias Podcast with Lydell De Niro and Hugo Twilight. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Light Delta Nero, and it's time for another episode of the Best of Bias podcast. It's your boy, man. It's been a week. How's it been? How has everybody's week been? How's everybody's life? It's mental health and everything. Good. Good. Um, it's Friday. Uh, weekend time. You made it to the end of the week. Everybody clap it up for yourselves. Be proud of yourselves. Uh, thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening. However you're listening, maybe even watching. Thank you for watching. You know, each viewer is appreciated. If you're new here, um, basically what we do is we just kind of just talk about pop culture from the last couple of weeks, um, sports, movies, whatever you guys want to talk about, whatever bias is popular out there, we bring it to the table and we talk about it together as a family. So um, if you're new to the family, welcome to the family. If you're regular here, what's up? I know you are ready for some topics and we'll get right into it. Um, but yeah, man, the special bias family. You see all the merch back there set up. Um, I've been plugging the hats and stuff a lot um, as of recent, man, because, you know, I'm trying to get this swag out to you guys. I'm getting T-shirts soon. Um, and these T-shirts are pristine. Um, you guys are going to love them. Um, the ideas are flowing. The merch is flowing because, like I like to say, we're more than a podcast. We're a merch gang, too. We love to do merch. We love fashion. And we're trying to get that out there to you. <coughs> Excuse me. Something just crept up and tried to itch me in my throat. It was clawing me back there, but. But yeah, and as y'all can see, I know y'all see the uh, the pop family growing back there. Every time you see an episode, if you're watching on the uh, on the YouTubes, <laughs> you can see that right side over there growing, growing, and growing. Um, trust me, you guys. Next episode, y'all see y'all see a big ass change. It's gonna be so many more Funko Pops. I've really dove deeply into the collecting of the Funko Pops, man. Um, this app, whatnot has gotten me really into auctioning and buying things on auctions. And it's a really big platform for like uh, collectibles, trading cards, <clears throat> excuse me, got me again, um, shoes, uh, jerseys, anything like that. You can go on there and kind of like auction and kind of buy things and pay for things at your price, whatever you want to pay. You know what I'm saying? If you want to pay a certain amount of money, you can bid on it at that price. If you're not willing to go that high, somebody else will outbid you for it. It's kind of like an auction. 
and I've gotten so many different, there's a whole bunch of different pop collectors out there. And, um, you know, they're all letting stuff go. They have big collections. Companies want to let go of older collections and they're selling them for the lowest. It's, it's a big community out there. And I can, I encourage if you're a collector to get out there and check out WhatsApp, whatnot, excuse me, I'll say WhatsApp. I always try to call it WhatsApp because it's, it's similar in name almost, but it's called whatnot. If you're looking for shoes, clothes, retro, you know, T-shirts, collecting cards uh even you know magic pokemon cards like sports cards sports memorabilia uh art pieces you can find it all on there and again you auction on it so you pay the price that you're willing to pray uh pay you don't have to go out there and you know and compete with the hype beast compete with the resellers to pay super amounts of money you kind of just compete with who's ever in this social platform with you at that time these sellers do live shows and show you what um, you're buying first and what you're auctioning on and then they put it out there and just let you guys go for it and have at it um, they kind of make their money back that way because, I mean, the stuff they want to let go is probably uh, clogging up room or stuff they got brand new off the truck and they're trying to sell and they're hooking people up. But at the same time, they're still making their money because if you want that product, everybody's going to be out there bidding on it. And then the price kind of goes up based on its popularity. But in the Funko Pop world, if you're in that community, there's so many different Funko Pops. They've been around since, like, I want to say 2013-ish. And the craze just kind of got popping in the last couple of years. So there's Pops from everything you could think of. Movies, sports, uh, anime, cartoons, food, uh, old entertainment figures, like entertainers and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's a big, big, big world out there. And stuff is going for so much money. I, I actually was in a party or in one of the whatnot uh, streams and somebody bought a Heath Ledger pack. Of, it was him as the Joker and then one of him as, you know, in the beginning of Dark Knight when they're in that bank robbing the bank and stuff and the Joker has one of the masks on. Um, it's two of those glow in the dark sold for 1500 and another thing I saw on there that I thought was so dope, <clears throat> but I didn't get to, <clears throat> excuse me, God, I couldn't find myself to pull the trigger on it. The Green Ranger, Tommy, um, from the old school 90s version of the Power Rangers, signed by the actor that played the white and green Power Ranger. $65, and I didn't pull the trigger on it. After they got it, like, um, it was signed, but then they got it authenticated. And after you get the authentication card put in it, it goes up in value. So now it's on there for $110. So I'm, a, I'm I'm still in the early collecting stages. So I can't really delve that deep into the, you know, into the game yet. But I'm, I'm getting some at a good prices. But, you know what I'm saying? But the autographed ones, the autos and all this other shit, I didn't even know existed in that world. Man, if you're a collector, if you're trying to make some money looking for the next hustle, Funko Pops is it, man. Um, try to get into that world. But anyways, let me not nerd y'all out because this is not actually what I came here to talk about. But you see the you see the hats back there. You see what's going on back there. I'm trying to get the aesthetics better for y'all. So when y'all come in here, y'all have something to look at. And uh, besides my pretty face, you know what I'm saying? You got the aesthetics back there and try to guess who's what and what's what back there and just see what I've been doing and what I've been collecting. It's for y'all too at the same time, you know what I'm saying? It's not just a guilty pleasure of mine. But let's get into some of these topics without further ado right now. Um, First and foremost, let me get something out of the way here. Some some very somber, something really dear to my heart. You know how big of an Oregon Ducks fan I am. And we got some tragic news. I haven't talked about it with you guys yet. Um, R.I.P. Spencer Webb, um, tight end for the, you know, Oregon Ducks. But more than just a tight end football player. He was a student, a uh, son, um, 
you know, a young man that was taken from us too soon. Um, he actually passed away in a uh, unfortunate diving accident out there in Oregon. He was diving off a cliff. I don't know exactly because the details haven't come out yet exactly what happened, but I think it was a cliff diving. He dove, he dove off a cliff um, to try to dive into the water and hit his head on a rock. And it was kind of far down and nobody could really reach him that he was with. So he ended up passing away. Um, he could have actually accidentally fell down there. So I could be wrong. But, you know, when you hear diving accident, um, you always think about when people actually jump off these high places into the water and, you know, the local areas where people say it's safe. It's always the worst outcome of somebody possibly hitting their head and passing away from taking that risk for the thrill. But hopefully, um, you know, it wasn't that I want to say, I mean, I'm hoping he, you know, fell down here and that unfortunately this happened. Um, It's really sad either way. And it doesn't really matter how it happened. It, it happened, and it is very sad. Um, incredible tight end for our team was going to start this year. 22-year-old man um, from Sacramento out, out here um, in California. Really local. So it's kind of, it, you know, we, we saw the ripples effects um, <clears throat> throughout the team. Excuse me. I'm sorry, audio listeners, that I keep coughing out here like that. I promise I'm going to keep it to a hold. If I, if I keep coughing, I'm going um, to... Go get some water and bring it back so I don't keep doing this shit so I can just drink water instead of coughing in your ears. I promise. I'm not doing it on purpose. I promise you guys. Um, but yeah, Spencer, um, yeah, he was kind of leading the way in the tight end room right now because we had uh, two rookie, uh, excuse me, I shouldn't say rookie, freshman tight ends last year. Um, they were doing their thing, but Spencer Webb was the guy who actually, it was his turn. He been playing with the Ducks since uh, Justin Herbert. Um, so this was his senior season, his season to actually show what he had, to, you know, show the NFL scouts that he was ready for the big time. And our team and our prospects were looking real good this year. Last year, we had a little down year with the whole COVID short season type shit. And uh, yeah, it was pretty bad. But uh, no, actually, I think it was a second year after that. And we had not the season we wanted to have, but it seems so far away since college football, but shit. Um, we had uh, it was a terrible season for me, man. We beat Ohio, Ohio State in the beginning of the season, and then Anthony Brown just kind of like sucked it up for the rest of the season and we lost a bunch of big games that we shouldn't have lost. Um, we wasted that victory over Ohio State, and I think they ended up went, making the college football playoff anyways um, after we beat them, showing that should have been our spot. But anyways, this year, um, Bo Nix transferred in, which is really ironic because if you're a Ducks fan, you know what he did to us um, the year we had Justin Herbert. And we were on a tear. We ended up losing um, to Auburn um, on a last-second play. They scored a touchdown. I, I don't want to talk about it. It was another year we could have made the college football playoffs. But Oregon is due. And they were going to come this year and show everybody what we got. Our recruiting took off when Mario Cristobal came out and changed that for us. But he did leave us and go to Miami like a sucker. But um, he, you know, he got some people to Oregon that love the culture so much that they actually stayed there. And then we got Dan Lanning. You know, I was talking about that a lot as it was happening. Um, defensive coordinator for the Georgia Bulldogs, who actually won the national championship and was a great recruiter himself, um, came over to Oregon as the head coach, locked in, put together a team that did a bunch of recruiting to put us in place that we are now. We got Bo Nix, a bunch of five-star recruit receivers, um, running backs are in a good place. Um Defense is in a good place. Linebackers, Noah Swell and uh, fucking Justin Flo are ready to play. Um, our DBs, we're, we're becoming DBU again like we once were back in the day. And um, 
excuse me. Um, yeah, it's just it, it's just unfortunate to see uh, him taken from us so from his family from this earth this world so soon so early man. He's su- a, su- such a great person in the Oregon community. Um, everybody was shouting him out. Even uh, Mario Cristobal, you know, even though he's a rival of us right now, even shouted out Oregon. And he knew that we we're going to be grieving. I mean, the team was going to be grieving as a family. And it's going to be a hard time for the Ducks right now. But they used that, you know, time of mourning as a time to, like, you know, just recognize that though sports is sports and there's sports rivalries, the family is family. And uh, he was kind of had close, you know, ties with the team. And though he was in Miami now and, again, our rivals, he still, you know, Spencer was a big part of his life, a big part of the team. And, man, he'll be missed, man. Um, it's super sad. Um, he had all the potential in the world, and it's it's super sad to see here. And um, RIP him, bless his family, bless him. And um, I know, he, you know, having just gained another soldier up there, man. Moving on into something a little uh, less somber and a little more crazy in my eyes, um, Skittles, man. Skittles is facing a big class action lawsuit right now. Um, due to one of its ingredients that it's been hiding from everybody in the world. This is for you, Skittle eaters, candy eaters, because I know sour Skittles and Skittles has been a go-to, you know, movie snack, a go-to snack for you snackers out there for a while now. So you need to listen up right now because I got some news for you. There's an ingredient in it called titanium dioxide. That's what gives it its color and its fruity taste. Well, that's been kind of fucking people's bodies up man it has something in it that alters people's dna and causes cancer so i think they were supposed to take it out of skittles back in 2016 and they never did so they're actually facing a lawsuit right now i don't know how it's gonna affect i don't know what happens if they lose the lawsuit will they have to pay out everybody that's ever bought skittles um like they've been poisoning people basically changing their uh, dna probably making us mutants you probably got superpowers if you've been eating skittles for the last six years you should go try to fly see if you got spider-man powers but try flying if you try to fly jump off like short buildings and stuff like that none of that crazy shit you know what i'm saying start light start light i'm just playing jk jk but yeah i don't know what they i don't know what was skittles was thinking mars is the overall company that owns skittles so it's going to be interesting to see how many, firstly, how many people actually continue to eat Skittles? I don't eat candy as it is. That's just bad for you. Nah, I just don't like candy. But Skittles, I, I like to, back in the day when I was a kid, you know what I'm saying? Halloween, when, you know, when it got a little advanced, people gave you those little packs of sour Skittles. I used to fuck with them a little bit. But shoot, do, I, do they owe me some money? Should I go Should I go put me a, a stake in on that, uh, on that lawsuit? Because shit. I don't got superpowers, so I, I guess it's bad for you, boy. Um, speaking of crazy shit, moving on to this next topic, I just wanted to drop that in your ear. Just rapid, rapid topics. I don't really got much this week, but I got some good shit for your ears, some good knowledge for you. But yeah, chew on that for a little bit. Next topic, Arizona. This one's kind of juicy, y'all. Arizona is changing a law to where you're not allowed to film police um policing i guess within eight feet of their radius so if you're within eight feet of the cops they don't want you to you know they're saying it's illegal to film and you can be cited or even taken to jail for filming a cop which i think is the weirdest thing ever and is super counterproductive i don't know what arizona got going but that's too close to the west to be tripping like that we don't play that out here man all that bullshit nah 
we want the police to do the right thing. Um, we want to encourage the correctness of them doing their job. We don't want them to be encouraged to do some bullshit even more. So I think this law is kind of ass backwards. Um, I don't really be in Arizona like that, so I can't say it directly affects me. But any minorities that be in Arizona, I don't know their population and how it's kind of broken down. But yeah, this shit is dangerous potentially because the shit's going on in the world right now is already pretty crazy. But I just don't see any any reason for this law to even be put in place. Like our people that are filming, protecting other people that are being arrested, uh, hurting the cop or obstructing their job in any way. I mean, I can understand if they're between the person and the cop trying to arrest somebody and uh, uh, putting a camera in their face. But it's just kind of iffy to even judge how far eight feet is in, in, in the moment. Like, are you telling me that you're supposed to be able to judge eight feet? without the police officer walking towards somebody and changing that eight feet to where they can just give you a ticket because their judgment weighs over your judgment. But I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand how it works. And then I think they're saying this only, it only like goes into play when they're arresting somebody, um, has somebody in handcuffs or or search like doing some weird ass shit like there's some weird ass stipulations like the times that you actually need somebody to be filmed is when you can't film they they said something like okay the person being pulled over if you're not the driver you can film but if you're the driver you cannot film it's just weird it's like why it's it sounds like it's targeting backwards and that also needs to be fixed man these these laws and the shit that's going on in the government and the supreme court and all this kind of shit I think it's it's ass backwards without like I said this before without going forward we're just making all these rules and changing all these these acts and laws and going backward trying to resolve and unact shit that's been in action for years and years and years trust me I'm not the biggest political political guy in the world and and I don't really know all these acts and all these amendments and all these 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 laws that have been put in place back in the 50s 20s 40s 50s I don't know them by heart I wasn't the biggest history class buff but it's kind of common sense you know what i'm saying to, to know that some of this shit that they're trying to change is just stupid what's up with changing some shit that's wrong to be able to move us forward like we don't need to help the cops do you know we don't need to i don't know i don't know put ourselves in vulnerable positions to help the cops do their jobs is what you're trying to make it seem but it's like you're giving them more leeway to do whatever they want. And you're trying to make it seem like the people with the cell phones are fabricating stories and the shit that happens doesn't really happen. It only looks that way because these cameras are making it look that way. That's fucked up. That's, that's not true. That's not a, that. Yeah. I don't know. These other governors and all these other mayors and all these other people are on some weird shit. Um, I'm hearing uh, governor Newsom is the most progressive guy that's out here right now. And he should be running for president. I'm not, I'm not backing that. I don't, like I said, I'm not the biggest political guy in the world, but all these backwards and reversing laws and all these people running with this shit and going with this shit are the people that are trying to run for president. They're all the people in power. Um, I think it's time for somebody with some different kind of thinking to get us in the place we need to go. So maybe we can go forward instead of going backwards all the time. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not the, you know, the strongest weed in the dispensary, but I feel like it's common sense. Am I right? Can I get an amen? Thank you. Um, next, this one is kind of weird too, because it kind of like 
it has to do with the cops and the law and kind of like, okay, you're going to do this, but we're going to do that. Let me explain without talking about it too much. So a lady in Texas gets pulled over for driving in the, driving in the HOV lane um, because there's nobody else in the car. But she says she's 34 weeks pregnant and she actually does have two people in the car. There's a person inside of her that's riding shotgun right on her lap. So she shouldn't be getting a ticket and the cop is wrong in this situation. Me personally, well, actually, she actually backed up her point by saying with everything that's going on in the law right now with Roe versus Wade and stuff like that, I think you should understand that this 34-week uh, week baby in my stomach is actually a person and it should account for the HOV lane. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's a sticky situation because when I've been growing up, carpool lane is what I call it. I, I didn't know it was called the HOV lane. But yeah, for the carpool lane, it was always two or more people um, for the carpool lane. I've seen everybody try to pull the tricks of putting the hat, putting the t-shirt on the uh, the car seat to make it seem like it was somebody up in there um, and them getting pulled over and getting hefty tickets for that. I've seen people try to drive in the HOV lane, uh, carpool lane, just to try to get in front of somebody and then ultimately uh, just like getting pulled over for that. But I'd never thought in a million years uh, that if you got pulled over, um, if you're pregnant, well, that's definitely two people in the car and uh, it should be allowed to drive in the HOV lane. And I mean, personally, I think if a woman's pregnant, she should be able to drive in a lane that lets her drive more safely, right? You don't want to be in congested stop and go traffic to where all the most accidents are actually occurring in the traffic. Let them get in the HOV lane, get home safely. You ain't got to drive too fast, but if you're in the HOV lane, you go a little bit swifter than traffic, you know, a little bit over the speed limit, just right. You know what I'm saying? But I think it's a good question to put out there. I heard them asking in the breakfast club, asking their callers um, if she was right for fighting her ticket because there was a baby in her stomach and should that count as another person in the car? Um, at first, I was like, eh, I don't know. But at the same time, on the other hand, it's like, OK, yeah, so especially since in the Supreme Court, they're trying to reverse these laws to make it, you know, the whole uh, Roe uh, Ro versus Wade thing. It's like, come on now. If that's how you guys are going to treat us, then we got something for you. This is how we should be. This is this is how it should have been in the first place, actually. But it's like now we're going to try to put our foot down and establish these rules that, you know, because Charlemagne the God actually said this. He said, if people if you know, if you kill a, a pregnant woman, you get two counts of murder for the fact that you're killing the baby and the woman. So it's like, okay, so that should also count in the fact of driving the carpool lane. That's more than one person. You have a person in your stomach and you have a person behind the wheel. So that's two people. It makes sense to me. And um, hopefully she gets that ticket overturned and the actual cops gets a ticket. Because, man, where is your mind? Where's your heart at, man? You got to be progressive and think about things. Don't be so quick to make your quota and give tickets, man. Think about it. Nah, but I, it was it was a good topic. I just want to see what y'all thought about it. Hopefully it brought up some topic for you and your topics for you and yours and in, um, in your family in the living room. By the way, guys, like I said, I'm collecting pops and stuff back here. Um, how would y'all feel about giveaways for Funko Pops with hats and stuff? You buy a couple hats, I'll give you a Funko Pop of your choice. Throw it in there with that um, to show, uh, show some support. I'm, I'm going to be having a lot of these things back here. If you guys want to start collecting, I do encourage collecting. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm a part of the community now, and it's a fun one. So if you want to start collecting, I will. You know, I'm down to do that. Just let me know. Um, buy a couple hats. I might throw one in there for you. Never know what you're going to get. I got a bunch of good stuff and a lot of bunch of good stuff, a lot more stuff coming. So stay here, keep watching, and maybe, you know, I'll throw you a pop. You know what I'm saying?
do something for the family every now and then, you know what I'm saying? Do something. Um, speaking more about Congress, again, I'm not the biggest political person in the world, and I do not know all these people's names. Um, but I did hear, and I, you know, it was on Twitter for a little bit, so I wanted to see how y'all felt about this as well. The 16 congressmen and women arrested at the Roe vs. Wade protests at the Supreme Court. AOC, Ihan, Omar, Alma Adams, all were arrested publicly in front of everybody. And they were claiming to be abused, being arrested for just being at the protest. Um, it did happen. Um, I did see it. Um, me personally, okay, from the outside looking in, I am not a political person. Let me just put this there right now. I don't know really much of what's going on. I'm just an innocent bystander. I have no opinion in either way. But to me, it is crazy how people in the government, especially with the powers that be being Democrats in the in office, all of them are against pretty much Roe versus Wade. It's crazy how it's still able to be re, re, redacted, taken away. Um, and then after the fact, all the Democratic you know, congressmen, congresswomen want to put up a fight and make it seem like, okay, we did care, though we weren't able to stop it from getting reversed. We do care. We're not just sitting on our hands and this is how we're going to show it. That's what it kind of seemed like to me. It's like, okay, oh, you're protesting and you're, you're getting arrested, quote unquote. A lot of people didn't like that whole term of them kind of quoting their being arrested because people have been arrested. We see it every day. What happens when minorities and people of less power get arrested? It's a lot more severe than the way that they were actually taken. They were never put in handcuffs, I heard. Um, again, I didn't see, I was just reading Twitter, um, they were just taken away um, for blocking the entrance to the, you know, the openings and the and the driveways to the Supreme Court, though probably shouldn't have been arrested or detained or whatever they were. Uh, it, it, they just make it seem like a political spectacle just to make it seem like, oh, we were there in the front lines. We do care about your problems. They are women. I do think women do care about their rights in Roe versus Wade, but just the way they do it just seems like it's a show put on to make it seem like, okay, though these women are in, in, you know, in the government, in the Congress or whatever, they do care. And they had nothing to do with the reversal of Roe versus Wade. And that's the way they're trying to show it by getting arrested publicly, getting moved out the way publicly. I mean, you can say, and sh you can do all these little things, but where were you when the stuff was getting moved and reversed? Like, I don't understand. Like you were just sitting there. You're so powerful at one end of the spectrum. But then when it comes to getting laws changed or protecting laws, y'all can't do nothing. But we're just going to get arrested publicly. And that's going to show shit. We did all we can. Like we're putting up a fight and we feel like this is wrong. You didn't get arrested. You're not in jail. You got moved out the way. You know what I'm saying? Actually go out there and do something like. What's up? Ice cream, man. man. We don't even know ice cream. It's like eight o'clock at night. Um, but yeah, man, go actually make some shit, make some shit pop, make some shit change. All this talking and the yeah, 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 and the and the we this is wrong, and I can't believe it happened, and I knew it was gonna happen, but to actually see it happen is just rocking my all that bullshit is crazy, man. Help help the women of the USA out. You know what I'm saying? Get this shit re reinstated. 
however it takes. Joe Biden, do what you're supposed to do, man. I, 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 I can't even believe a lot of this shit is happening. And and there's plenty more shit that they're trying to reverse that I'm hearing that's coming down the turnpike, and that's just going to be crazy as fuck, too. So I don't know what this country is coming to. I'm hoping that we can find some commonplace and everything can just somehow be right. But I don't know exactly how that is because uh, these older people and their and they kids directly up under them have this old way of thinking. And I don't know if it's going to change anytime soon. Um, we need some drastic changes. And I don't think anybody's comfortable with that. We need this new generation, millennials, Gen Z's, to come on and take the reins of our forefathers, foremothers. What do you call it? for? Whatever. Just, just take those reins and change the world, man. Because the way the shit's going now and the old way of living, that shit is bunk. We need to fucking get on our horses and go. Um, and I'm trying to do that little by little with y'all, man. Inform y'all, let y'all know what's going on. Though I'm not, again, the most political guy in the world. I'm letting y'all know how I feel and what I've been seeing. And this shit is crazy. Let's move on to less, less, less political shit. Oh, shit. I got Tristan Thompson creeping again. Is we going to talk about that? Is we dive it into the T? Is, is... <laughs> Excuse me. I never really thought I'd be talking about the Kardashians and Kanye West and all that shit as much as I was. Um, on the last couple of months of episodes um, leading up to, I'm sure we won't talk much about it when football and basketball start up again. But shoot, man. Kardashians. Here we go again. Tristan Thompson spotted in Greece with another woman. Um, I know you guys have heard recently, seen on the Instagram, I posted a bunch of stuff about Tristan Thompson and uh, Khloe Kardashian expecting their second second kid via surrogacy. Um, and they're, we thought it was weird already because he's already expecting a woman, a baby by another woman um, from when I guess he cheated on Khloe again after Jordan, which is wild. Um, the timing of it's kind of crazy because they're actually about to have the baby. It's not that the woman that they're going to get, you know, the woman that's given birth is about to get pregnant. No, she's pregnant now. I'm about to have the baby, um, I think, in a couple of months, maybe any time now, which is crazy because Tristan's about to have two kids at the same time, which is going to be wild. Hope LeBron and them at Clutch is making, you know, helping them shake and get some money because <laughs> that boy, I don't know how many kids he got, but mm, he damn near got twins right now. That's just wild. But nonetheless, he is spotted with another girl in Italy, Italy, excuse me, in Greece. Um, and everybody, you know, even when they saw him walking around in Greece, you had people taking pictures. Actually, by the way, Greece is a very popular vacation spot right now. So he didn't give a damn because if he didn't want to be seen, he wouldn't have went there um, because it is really popping there right now. Bunch of groupies, a bunch of people just vacationing as well. So, of course, they got their phones out, especially when they think they see Tristan Thompson. And they did. And they told. And uh, I guess they haven't been together. Supposedly, that's what came out after everybody found out and the media found out. I guess Chloe and him haven't been together since uh, way back in the day when he found out or something about the girl that he's having a baby by. Um, and they just ironically happened to just be, be together all the time. And we're in that new season of the Kardashian show. But yet they haven't been together that whole time and they're going to co-parent a baby via surrogacy. Um, but they're not together and they're dating other people. Like, I don't think that's what's ha I don't think that's what's happening. It's a, it's a good way to try to cover it up. They're the spin kings and queens. Of course, they can spin any story in their favor, but I don't think it's how it's going to pop this time. I think uh, 
I think Tristan got some explaining to do. And, uh, yeah, this is not looking good for him. I don't know, man. He's going to be forever known as the guy who's just been fucking up. And, I mean, they're the media. They own the media at this point. So anything that you do, if you're not doing right, you're going to get torn a new one. And uh, Tristan, Tristan, Tristan. And that girl, I know the girl you with don't deserve it, but she might have known what she was getting into by dating you, bro. Um, they know your track record. Everybody knows your track record. And, uh, yeah, it's looking ugly for you. But um, bless the kids. I know it's probably an idea to have babies, um, you know, co-parent again, just so the the baby has, you know, truth. I think the baby's name is, has a brother that's actually her brother, full brother. Um, Cause you're gonna have a whole bunch of half brothers, but this is gonna be her full. Well, I don't even know if it's gonna be a boy. I just hear a lot of people out there saying that there's this new thing that uh, rich people do where they can pick the gender of their kid uh, before, you know, um, before the baby is actually born and they have a girl. So I feel like just gonna complete it with a boy. And then, uh, you know, if she's actually the, you know, the daughter of OJ Simpson, and then then she'll he'll <laughs> he'll have a son that's gonna be, you know, the son of Tristan Thompson. It's gonna be some good athletic genes there, so they can, you know, keep it all in the family. You know how the Kardashians do. So <laughs> I'm fucked up, but yeah, Tristan, get your shit together. You got all them kids out there. I don't even know if he's he. I think he might just be in his low thirties too, man. The boy's just sticking and moving, sticking and moving. Again, he is a clutch client, and all the clutch clients be getting paid. I know one of his most recent qu- contracts was a while ago. He got paid like ninety million dollars, and he don't even be doing shit. I think that's when he was with LeBron and them after he, they came off a championship. I'm not sure, so don't quote me on that. Um. But yeah, fucking Tristan. Speaking of clutching LeBron James, uh, the big three, the Lakers are sticking it together and they're going to put their heads down and try to complete this season and just run it back. Um, We heard that they're trying to get rid of Russell. They're trying to trade him to anywhere. They're trying to get Kyrie over there to the Lakers. Um, We heard all the slander from Skip Bayless. We heard all the slander from everybody, pretty much, from Russ's performance last season. I didn't know he was a last-rated three-point shooter in the in the league last year that that's pretty bad hopefully it's just guards but i think he had the worst three-point shooting percentage in the league last year um it was a bad year maybe he had the jitters from playing in la being a hometown kid maybe he wasn't really ready for it quite yet um ad was hurt a lot uh lebron was hurt a lot so you can't really you know we know all about that the never nuggets we had uh hella hurt people as well um so we know all about the injuries but I don't know, man. I think they should have just ran it back anyways without uh, causing all this drama. Just one year together, you shouldn't have panicked like that. I know Russ didn't play too well. I know everybody's get, and everybody in Laker Nation are kind of giving up on AD because he's always hurt. He's been there. Um, you won the championship in the bubble, but then after that, he's just been hurt, hurt, and hurt. Um, the Lakers want to get better now, and there's been like offers on the table to maybe even trade him for KD, um, trade him in pack, packages for other things for getting better players, but um, I think they should just run it back, and I think they're taking a good approach. Even if they're lying about it and just trying to get the media off their back until the season starts and they end up trading them down the road, I think they're taking the right approach. Um, new coach Devin Ham is out there. You know, it's, it's good to give him a good first go around so, you know, he gets to stay, you know. And if he's a good coach, I heard he was a good coach that worked with uh, Big Ben well, and he could put um, AD in the right place, keep him healthy. And um, he said he had a position and he had a, a theory in mind to try to keep Russ um, – you know, inserted and uh, paying attention to where he can be way more efficient and better than he was, you know, last season. And LeBron's going to be LeBron. Y'all saw him at Drew, uh, Drew League drop 42. Um, you know what he's about, a million dollars, two million dollars on his body every year. 
So he's going to be ready. It's just what they're going to do with the bench. If Russ is going to be in the right mind state and ready to play, ready not to turn the ball over so much. If AD is in the gym, you know, he said some bullshit about him not picking up a basketball for hella long. Um, he needs to be in the gym working out and getting healthy so he can uh, be strong for the season. And I think they can make some noise. You know what I'm saying? Last year, not making the play-in tournament or whatever they did, that's not acceptable. They should have at least have made the eighth seed. But I think after a while, with those injuries, they just called a quits, and, and it is what it is. But, you know, the West and the East are going to be way more strong and way more loaded this year. Um, a lot of shit shook. I keep saying shook. A lot of shit traded, uh, changed. With uh, free agency and uh, trades and shit, especially John Wall going to the Clippers, joining Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. You already know my boys is healthy now, Jamal Murray. Um, we got MPJ back. We just signed KCP and Bruce Brown. Got some defenders out there to shut down some uh, some premier scores finally, and hopefully we can make a run in the playoffs. Um, the interesting team to me, the Dallas Mavericks, not really doing nothing um they got rid of Jalen Brunson but they didn't really get anything in return unless they're trying to make a trade I know Utah's trying to trade Donovan Mitchell that would be a good place for Donovan Mitchell to go I think go to Dallas I don't know what they would trade for at this point um I, and Rudy Gobert fucked up the trade market when he went for like four first round picks that's why KD is kind of stuck right now and can't really be traded from the Nets and that man should stay on the Nets as well because they has got TJ Warren they got uh, Royce O'Neal they still got Cam Thomas, re-signed Nick Claxton. Um, they got some people on the team, Kyrie, Ben Simmons. So if they both stayed there and actually, you know, these people are just so quick to try to jump ship and try to make shit change off of one bad season, they did get swept. But it's like they should just stick around and see what happens, you know what I'm saying, especially if the team's making some moves on the offseason. I don't know if the bridges are burned now because they're too out there in the media talking about they want to be traded. But if they look back at the roster they got, they could make some noise. Joe Harris coming back. Still got Patty Mills. Um, I think they signed a backup uh, big, too. That could make some noise. DeMarcus Cousins is still out there if they signed him. They could have a full squad, you know, out there to compete. Um, you know, because the Celtics just got Malcolm Brogdon. They're going to be right. Chris Middleton's going to be back on the Bucks. Um, you know Miami's going to be back. They don't like how they went out last year. Um, it's a lot of people. Indiana offloading a bunch of players. Buddy Hill's probably going to try to go to the Lakers, see what they do that and do over there. But, you know what I'm saying? So it's good for the Lakers to try to hold on and do what they can do because they still, in, in all reality, have three Hall of Famers on the team. They should just keep it together um, and just see what they can do, man. See what they can do. Don't give up. They might not get the one, two, three seed, but they'll make the playoffs and possibly make some noise, upset somebody. So just hold Pat and see what you can do, Lakers. And, um, you know, good on y'all for keeping it together. Next, uh, Gronk not done. Oh, man. Uh, Gronk's girlfriend. Uh, what's her name? What's her name? Uh, Camille something. Camille something, anyways. I don't really know her name. But she kind of hinted at uh, Rob Kronkowski not being fully retired. I don't know what she means by that. I don't know if she just wanted to get herself out there in the media with some, you know, trying to spill some tea. But me personally, I'm hoping Rob Gronkowski comes back. You know what I'm saying? Comes out of retirement in the playoffs. He says he's done. Um, but I don't believe it. I think it makes the most sense for him to come out of retirement and play again, retire with Tom Brady and go into the hall of fame together as the, one of the best pass catching duos in the NFL history. I mean, <clears throat> if he doesn't play now, Mike Evans is going to pass his ass up because Mike Evans is only like, I think he's 28, 29. 
And if Tom Brady keeps playing and have some seasons like he did last year, he's going to turn it up, man. But we did sign Kyle Rudolph, um, him and Cameron Bray. Um, we got K-Dot and, like I said, third round. So our, our room is full. It's just experience isn't really there. Kyle Rudolph, like I said, he is experienced. Spent some time with the Giants and the Vikings. Um, Cam Brait's been on the team for a minute. Young boy out of Harvard. And um, K-Dot and still a rookie. So <laughs> it, it, we don't really know what's going on, but I know Tom Brady, whoever it is, he's going to have him right. Our receiving room is tight anyways. But we still want Rob Gronkowski to come back and be that playoff cushion, you know, hold out the whole season, just come back in the playoffs fresh. You know, we just need – how many games is the playoffs? Like four games, four or five games? That's it. Win the championship, then retire. Retire on top, you know what I'm saying? It might be cheating the system a little bit, but I think that's how you need to do it. That's how you need to go out, you know. Tom Brady needs to be, you know, comfortable this last season, maybe last two seasons. We don't know how long he's going to play, but as long as he's throwing them dimes and almost winning MVP, he can stay forever for all I care. So I know you got hurt last season's Rob. If you listen to the podcast, I know you listen to the podcast, Rob. You know what I'm saying? Come back, you know. Just take your time. You and Camille go on vacation, do whatever you need to do, get whatever bag you need to get off season, wherever you need to get it. But then when you're ready to come, come out of retirement, you know, get us some touchdowns. I know Leonard Fournette came into camp at 260, but playoff Lenny will be right. You know what I'm saying? Go get another ring for the boys. Yeah. So Comic-Con 2022. One of these years, we're going to be there as a podcast, Best of Bias, a.k.a. We're going to be there. Whoever is part of the team, if you get part of the team um, in the next year, if you want to be on the team, first of all, hit me up because we do need a team. We're a growing business, but we would love some extra hands, somebody to help us and have the same vision as us, get to the next level as a family, best of bias family. That would be greatly appreciated. You know, just hit me up. We'll go over some things and maybe you can get down with us. But um, yeah, we're trying to get over there and check it out, man. That shit is like invite only. And it would be cool to be in town during the Comic-Con just to see what's going on, get in on some stuff, film some content, interview some people just to see what's up. It, it would be kind of tight in my eyes. Um, Funko Pops, you get all the exclusive ones there. I know it's probably super crazy. People set up booths probably there. People are selling from Comic-Con on whatnot, shipping out packages and stuff like that. She was hella cool. So you get to see the exclusive panels from, you know, Marvel, Walking Dead, DC. All your favorite pop culture stuff will be there with announcements, with exclusive stuff that you can only see at Comic-Con, which makes it hella cool if you're in that space, if you're super into the nerd culture like, you know, I am and a couple of the homies is. So one of, those, one of these years we're going to get out there um but right now it's some crazy shit going on man we're hoping for some announcements we're hoping for some shit to go down the get us uh, ready for phase five the end of phase four is coming up so we want to know what's going on with phase five kevin feige is gonna make some announcements uh but i do want to go over some stuff that i hear um in the mcu and i heard that might be announced over there at comic-con if you will you guys down to chill uh talk about that for a little bit we almost done here i just got some comic-con I want to talk about Black Panther 2, um, Netflix a little bit, and Nope. And then we'll be out of here. You know what I'm saying? It's Friday. I know y'all probably want to go see Nope. I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. Um, in theaters today, um, yesterday, if you went to go see it on Thursday on the premiere. But yeah, we're going to go see that as a family, man. We're going to review that on the podcast for you as well. But we'll get there in a second. Um, starting with Steven Spielberg was reached out to for... Um, the direction to be director of fantastic four two. Um, that is a rumor that I heard. Um, 
he did deny it because you know what I'm saying people for some reason in movie world, Oscar world, don't believe Marvel movies to be like real movies. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 too cliche. It's too easy to make. It's not true film because everybody's so enthralled with superheroes and magic and all that kind of shit that it doesn't take much just to make a movie like that. Um, but that's not true, of course. In my eyes, it's just as good as anything else out there that's winning Oscars. But um, Steven Spielberg, if he would have uh, directed Fantastic Four, you know how dope that would have been? You know, Fantastic Four has had a bad track record back in the day of having some p- pretty bad movies. You had the one with uh, Chris Evans as uh, the Human Torch back in the day, Jessica Alba as Miss Fantastic and shit like that. Uh, Miss Fantastic. Uh, Miss, what's it? Wonder what was it? Uh, Miss Incredible? What's the fuck? Susan Storm. Fuck it. Susan Storm. <laughs> um, yeah, back in the day, that movie was pretty bad. Then they had the remake when Michael B. Jordan was the uh, was the Human Torch. Yeah, that one was pretty bad. They never quite got it right. So f- for them to reach out to Steven Spielberg means they're trying to do it right. And they're trying to correct their their flaws of the past which is a good thing to see good job on you good job on you uh kevin feige um but there is some news about fantastic four that some people are not gonna be happy with john krasinski um we saw him in uh dr strange 2 in the multiverse of madness um as mr fantastic in the illuminati we saw him got uh, get killed by wanda and we hope that that was just one version of him he would come back and reprise the role as mr fantastic reed richards in the next installment of whatever he was in would rather it be a fantastic four if it was another avengers or whatever um but it is rumored that he will not be in the next one that was just a one-off just uh you know pay off some fanfare some um you know some rumors that you heard out there just to play with you kevin feige and marvel like to do that a lot that you hear something in the in the media and they just put it on its head and turn it around on you in the actual movie it's kind of crazy they leave stuff up out in trailers and then it actually is in the scene in the movie they fuck with you a lot um so the fact that they're not gonna have uh john krasinski in the movie and they're actually going with pin badgley from the famous netflix series you is actually going to be playing Mr. Fantastic. Actually rumored to be the favorite to play Mr. Fantastic. They could be lying again and have John Krasinski in there. But the rumor and what is, you know, going on and everybody's talking about is that Penn Badgley, you know, dude from you, main character in you, is going to be the next Reed Richards. So do with that information as you will. Um, don't shoot the messenger. I'm just saying what I hear. And if it actually ends up being that way, you got to hear first. And I told you, you know what I'm saying? You get all the good information from me anyway. So, you know what I'm saying? Just keep on coming back. You know, keep on getting good information. Um, next, we have Anthony Starr is rumored to be in the next Blade alongside Mahershala Ali, which is tight. If you don't know who Anthony Starr is, he is Homelander in The Boys. If you guys watch The Banshee, he was in that main character, The Banshee as well where I first saw him, which I didn't even realize that was him in fucking uh, The Boys. And I watched every season of The Boys, all three. Um, and then I just realized it's him with a beard cut off. It's crazy. But uh, yeah, he's rumored to be in Blade. I don't know if he's going to be Dracula, 
but he does a great role as a bad guy in uh, The Boys, so I think they might just bring him back for that and just have him be the main antagonist against Mahershala Ali and Blade, which will be dope, which is supposed to come out sometime early, I think February of 2023. So I'm super stoked for that one. I've been waiting to hear information about that, and I hope they come out with some uh, announcements of that at Comic-Con. But they did announce that they are, I think some of the announcements at Comic-Con for Marvel were some X-Men announcements, um well it's early still it's only when i'm recording this thursday so by friday saturday sunday there might be a lot more shit that comes out a lot more news um but one of the bigger things that i heard that was rumored and was revealed today henry civil is back as superman in the dceu so me and personally i thought he's one of the better supermans he played the role kind of really well actually um i, I think if there was anybody that was actually going to play him i thought it was going to i hoped it would be him again um their roster is kind of in shambles right now with uh you know bruh the flash doing whatever the hell he wants to do right now and this acting so crazy he's gonna be in trouble so i don't know if they're actually gonna probably bring in the cw's barry allen because yeah we talked about dude a lot i keep i forgot his name and it's it's kind of drawing a blank in my head right now um but yeah he's getting in trouble with a whole bunch of shit so we're going to see who's actually going to play Barry Allen because, like, again, we need that multiverse stuff. We, I want to see uh, Michael Keaton as Batman, one of my favorite Batmans. Um, I know a lot of people don't agree with that, but shit, Michael Keaton was dope. I even like George Cl- I used to watch Batman and Robin a lot, even though it's one of the worst movies when I was young. I watched that a lot. Uben Thurman, Arnold Schwarzenegger, that was my shit for a little bit. I'm not even going to lie to you. But moving on, let's talk a little bit about Black Panther because that has a date, and it's really... It's actually coming soon if you think about it. The way these, you know, these months have been passing along, you know, a while ago we thought uh we thought Thor Love and Thunder was hella far away, but that was just around the corner and that shit's out now. And this one's a big one, man. Uh Black Panther 2 uh Wakanda Forever coming out November 11th, 2022. Man, RIP Chadwick Boseman. Um I don't know if they made an announcement yet if they're going to actually replace him as replace is a crazy word, but replace him as T'Challa or they're just going to write the character off and just bring in the other family members because that's what actually happens in the comics. Uh, we had uh, Zuri as the Black Panther for a little bit. Um, and I know we're getting a Wakanda show storing Okoye. So I, I don't know who's actually going to be in it or what's going to happen. There's a lot of rumors, but I have high expectations for it. Um, I heard that almost everybody that was in Black Panther 1 is going to be in Black Panther 2. Um, Lupita, um, we definitely going to get um, uh, M'Baku is going to be back in it. Zuri, of course, Okoye. Sorry, I only used Lupita's first name because I forgot her name in the movie. Um, or her real name, excuse me. Um, we, I don't know what they're going to do with the Black Panther. I don't know if they're going to have a surprise Michael B. Jordan reappearance. I don't know if they're going to have Killmonger come back. Um I know Zuri, the easiest thing to do is just have her become the Black Panther because she does have the role in the comics. So it'll make the most sense to have her reprise it for at least one movie before they decide what they're going to do as far as either replacing T'Challa um, or their you know, Chadwick Boseman as the actor for T'Challa or they're just going to write him off completely. I hope they don't just kill the character and make T'Challa dead because, again, um, as is the opinion of a lot of people in the you know Marvel community, T'Challa is too big of a character just to throw away. I know uh, Chadwick Boseman died and he did a great job as the Black Panther, but he is a big, big, big stalwart in a lot of Marvel. And just to cancel the character out 
is I don't think it's the right thing to do. I know they're going to make the appearance of Riri, Riri Williams in this um in this movie, and she's actually going to be the new Iron Man. Um, so we're going to get a first look at her in this as well. I don't know who who else is going to be in the movie, but um, I'm excited for it. They're going to be in Wakanda a lot more. I hope um, we're going to see. Um, I know Daniel Kaluuya is not going to be in it though because he actually had to film Nope at the same time that you know he would have to film uh, Black Panther two, and he chose Nope. I, and I feel it though because I think that's where he got to start, right? And get out. That's where he actually popped and get out. So I want to do Jordan Peele a favor too, rather than have a smaller role in uh in a Marvel movie. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure he could still make an appearance. Just say he was doing something. And have them come back at number three, you know what I mean. But uh, I'm excited to see what they're gonna do. Um, again, Wakanda and Black Panther is such a good experience the first time, and such a cultural movement. I'm hoping the second one capture the same thing. Ryan Coogler's directly redirecting, um, and again, there's gonna be a show um, based on Wakanda um, that's gonna go on Disney Plus as well. So there's a lot expected from the show. Um, I'm excited to see what actually does happen. And man, shoot, this is. This is t- it's the time, man. Um, I think we only got She-Hulk on the docket. Uh, Miss Marvel just ended getting really high acclaims right now. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. Uh, Moon Knight, we just seen that end. Um, but other than that, I think we just got She-Hulk and then, shoot, uh, Black Panther and then Ant-Man Quantumania, which is going to bring in Phase 5, you know what I mean? Uh, bring in Kang the Conqueror. Um Shoot. First of all, also, all that shit about us supposed to get a uh, 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 what is his name? Beta Ray Bill in uh, Thor Love and Thunder. We never got that. God damn it. I wanted to see Beta Ray Bill so bad. You know what I'm saying? That's such a sick character to have. And we saw Jane Foster, but we could have threw uh, Beta Ray Bill in there somewhere as well. Had a uh, Super Thor team up to go after Gore or some shit. My bad. I'll just flash it back. And also the flashback to something else. I didn't talk about the end credit scene when I reviewed Miss um, Marvel. Um, so at the end, if you stuck around to the end credits, I didn't see it. I tried to fast forward to get to the end credit scenes. Um, you saw Kamala Khan just kind of happy about what just happened in the last episode. And then all of a sudden, the bangle tossed her into the closet. And then all of a sudden, you saw Carol Danvers, Miss Marvel, come, I mean, Captain Marvel come out, um, which is a thing that's in the comics, I guess they both have one of the bangles and the bangles are are connected. And I guess in certain instances, it has them switch spots as far as like teleporting each other. Uh, Miss Marvel goes to where Captain Marvel is and Captain Marvel actually comes to where Miss Marvel is. They don't switch bodies like on some Freaky Friday shit, which is a lot what a lot of people thought they were doing in, uh, <laughs> after they saw it for the first time. But it is um, them actually switching places. So we do know that the Marvels is coming out I think after the quantum media movie, so a little ways down the road. So it kind of gave us a sneak peek to what the premise of the movie might be about them trying to find their ways back to each other and to their actual worlds. But it's going to be trippy for Kamala Khan because she's just a young high school girl who just now realizing her powers and for her to get thrusted into some Captain Marvel shit. It's going to be some crazy shit. But yeah, man, Black Panther 2, I'm hoping... um, we see a lot, man. Uh, hope Zuri kicks ass because she's shit. Not only going to be the Black Panther, she's one of the smartest people in the MCU. So putting that shit together is going to be kind of crazy as well. Um, Angela Bassett, it's always nice to see her still doing her thing. Um, but yeah, man, I'm excited to see it. Um, but 
She-Hulk is coming out first. I don't know what to expect from it. The Hulk is like one of my favorite characters in Marvel. Um, I, bruh, I saw a Venomized Hulk uh, Funko Pop. It was the Hulk on one side in the symbiote Venom suit going over the Hulk's face. $23. I could have got it for $23. Probably one of the sickest Funko Pops I've ever seen. Two of my favorite characters combined together in one. It's the wildest shit ever. But anyways, I'm not going to keep boring y'all with that. But yeah, now we got the Nope section. Y'all go see Nope in theaters today if you haven't seen it already. Uh, man, Jordan Peele has been on a run. Um, get Out. Um, is it Us? And then, uh, and then Nope. You know, I'm sure it's going to be great. Kiki Palmer making a return to the big screen. I haven't seen her in a movie or anything in a while. Again, Daniel Kaluuya is in this. Um, chose to make this movie instead of uh, doing um, Black Panther 2. And I think this movie is going to be good, man. A lot of Jordan uh, Peele's movies have been good. His horror films have been great. Um, really suspenseful. And I've always gotten good reviews. This one isn't as racy as the other one. So it's super inclusive. Nobody has an excuse not to see it. Go in there and go support Jordan Peele because he's been on the tear, man. Ever since he left Key and Peele, him and Keegan-Michael Key have been on, you know, different trajectories, but they've both been getting a lot of work and they're both hella funny. And it's funny, to, not funny, it's good to see uh, Jordan Peele actually do something other than just be hella funny, you know, to see him actually working as a director and being so successful at it, especially in a horror genre, which is so far away from comedy, I guess, I guess you could say. Not necessarily, because some, a lot of people find some humor in horror. I do sometimes, too, in the stupid-ass decisions they make. And somebody tell me how come people in horror movies never reference other horror movies when making these stupid-ass decisions. That That's a topic for another podcast, but yeah, go see Nope in theaters now. I know I will. I'll be reviewing uh, reviewing that on the podcast promptly a week after. I will give y'all this Friday, the, the movie's out. Next Friday, I'm reviewing that shit. So I'm hoping y'all uh, are ready for that shit because I'm reviewing it. No spoils, but I'm, I'll give y'all some time to watch it. But y'all have a week. I would give it two weeks, but that's too long because I know everybody's going to be out reviewing it already, reviewed it to death. I want y'all to see what I have to say about that shit. And guess what, guys? Guess what? We getting AKA on the next episode. We getting AKA on the next episode. Um, it may be a bonus episode, but no, actually, it's going to be the next episode. Fuck it. It's going to be the next episode. AKA is going to be on the next one. We getting them. It's going to be his return. We're going to do something special for his return. So everybody make sure to be here for the next episode. It's going to be epic. Um, again, AKA is going to be here. It's been fucking, what, four or five episodes? It's been a while. It's been, this is the fourth episode of me just talking, me by myself. So I know y'all going to be happy to see him. And I am, man, hopefully getting my hands on some people to join the team. Somebody talked to me about social media managing, and that would be so much of a help. So, you know, I try to do everything by myself. I try to get everything. Excuse me if I'm hella stuffy right now. I know I sound hella stuffy. You're not. All right. I know that was hella gross, but I couldn't deal with that stuffiness for the rest of the episode. Um, but yeah um y'all know what be going on i kind of lost my train of thought i'm not even gonna lie to y'all but yeah um social media manager that's what i'm talking about um yeah y'all see me post everything all over the place i'm trying to get everything to y'all um in the most efficient and freaking way possible let y'all know what's gonna be on the podcast on the insta so y'all be ready for the pods and all that kind of shit but man it'd be hard sometimes i never really thought about it you know being in high school being in college thinking about all these businesses you know getting their media out there getting their marketing done me being a marketing major 
um, thought I can just jump right into it and think I just knew what to do at all times. But it takes a lot, man. Knowing what y'all like, knowing where to bring it to you guys, when to bring it to you guys, um, especially if there's not a lot of engagement. Sometimes we have to guess what you guys like and guess what topics we should talk about. You know what I'm saying? Show some more love. Talk to us a little bit so we know what y'all like. It's the best of bias anyway. You know what I'm saying? It's not all my bias. I don't, you know, you know, I kind of put my bias into what we talk about. But if y'all holla at me on the um, Snapchat, on the Insta, on the, on the YouTubes, let me know what to talk about. We can talk about that. But anyways, y'all heard the spiel. That was nope. We got to the point of the episode where I like to let them know where to find me at. Um, hey. SAC underscore Lydell on the Instagram, Patrick underscore Lydell on the on the Snapchat. Don't act like you don't know because I say this shit every episode. Let me say it one more time. SAC underscore Lydell, Patrick underscore Lydell on the Snapchat. If you're looking for the podcast, podcast. <laughs> if you're looking for the podcast, it's Best of Bias um, on the YouTube, Best of Bias on the Instagram. Um, the website is coming soon where you can find all the merch. Um, I know it's been like a year since I've been saying that, but, you know, I'm working a lot, all right? um hit me up on the dms if you want the merch you see the merch back there t-shirts coming expeditiously um i've been saying that a lot but i'm really getting my man i'm telling you and they ain't, they ain't gonna be the same price as the hats i'm letting you guys know right now these pieces are gonna be a little they're gonna be about 30 35 you know what i'm saying we're gonna, we're gonna run it up on these because these is gonna be nice like y'all saw y'all saw the figure I'm going to have a good front and a good thing man i'm not giving it away it's gonna be a surprise but go run up the hats right now Hit me up. Let me know what you guys need. And I got you. Um, again, we may be running some giveaways, man. We may give away some Funko Pops. You guys like Dragon Ball Z, Marvel, Lil Wayne. You got entertainers, movies, sports. I got them all. And the collection is just going to get bigger. So, you know, bless the family. I'm going to bless y'all. You know, it's the same shit, same, same shit, just a different day. Um, I guess that's it. Next episode, again, we're having AKA an episode. Go run up the uh, PC mixtape anywhere you guys can find your music, Apple Music, uh, Google Play, Spotify, all that shit, YouTube. Go hit some likes on the videos. I got one of the songs actually on uh, the YouTube page. So go check that out. Um, bars and bars. Everybody got bars. You know what I'm saying? PC, um, AKA and Pretty Ugly. We've been doing it for a while. Um, and Beautiful Struggle, man. Go holla at them. I'm a mom and sister. Uh, Going crazy with the business, workout needs, um, leisure needs, anything you need, got hats, clothes, all that. So we all got businesses out here and we all supporting and showing the love. So go beautifulstruggle.com, get your merch there as well. Um, hey, it's the best of bias, man. Um, that's all I got for you guys today. Thank you for being here. Episode 124, man. Episode 124. Think about that. If you've been here since episode one, this is episode 124 now. I appreciate y'all. Love y'all to death. Until next time, where's my theme song at? Y'all know where it is. You know where to find me. You know what I'm saying? I'm here every week. All right, then, y'all. It's the best, uh, best of bias. You need to hear for You should try us. From pop culture to the movies to unite us. It's the best, uh, best of bias. Uh, best of bias. Yeah. Uh, the best of bias. You are now listening to the best of